I don't have friends. I got family. Family, family. Family. You can have any brew you want, as long as it's a Corona. Family, family. Family. This just went from Mission Impossible to Mission and Freaking Sanity. The movies. Vroom, vroom. It's Friday. I'm it's break day. Start talking. <laughs> Sorry, we're not allowed to talk while we're driving. No, it feels dangerous. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, last week it worked out pretty well. Yeah, it did actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, I'm Andrew Jones, and with me, as always, is my family. Johnny Ellis. Hello. Uh, this is Fast Fridays, and we have another member of our family to talk with this week. Please welcome Joe Cunningham to the podcast. Hey, hey. thanks for having me. I'm excited to get both Fast and Furious. That's what we're talking about, because we are now on Furious 6. Oh. Is it Furious 6, or is it Fast 6, or is it Fast and Furious I, 6, or is it just the, 6? The version the I watched card, Furious 6. Yeah, the title card is Furious 6. Yeah. And uh, Guys, can I drop a name very early on? I would love you to drop all the names. <laughs> so, um, back when this movie came out, it was in, a, in probably a, like... A year to 18 month period where I did uh, quite a lot of red carpets, like covering red carpets for websites. And uh, the, the best one that I ever did was Furious 6. Um, and it was a press screening on the day, oh, like on the day I went to see Furious 6 and then had to go straight from the screening to Leicester Square to do the, to the, do the interviews on the red carpet. Um, and um, not all of them went smoothly, but the one that went great was Justin Lin because I was like, I was like, uh, uh, this was hero worship for me because I'm a big community fan. And so I got to ask him about community and I am I was a big Fast Five fan already. So I was talking to him about this and I was like, this, the title card is Furious 6. So is it, because that's not on the posters. So is it really Fast Five and then Furious 6? That that's what you were planning. And he was like, yeah, yeah, it's Furious uh, 6. So there we go. That's my my long name droppy way of getting to the getting to the actual title of this movie in the most confusingly named film franchise yes. of all time. <laughs> I was so glad because I was looking it up on IMDb last night when I was watching it and it said like it was officially called Fast and Furious 6, but it was advertised as Furious 6. And then I was like, I'm sure I just saw the title say just Furious 6. So I got very confused. And I mean, also, I don't. I don't think we can confidently say what the ninth film in the franchise is called until it comes out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding there, because it's like, it's been marketed as F9, the Fast Saga, and also Fast and Furious 9, so who knows what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, when I search Fast and Furious 6 on IMDb, the first thing that comes up is Fast and Furious 6, the game. <laughs> <laughs> and the actual film is like the third one down after oh, Fast. Oh, oh, so not a situation so good, in which yeah. Vin Diesel has had his whole life turned into some sort of uh, series of encounters which throw him off balance. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Jeez, my DB has changed. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm so, so Furious 6. Yes. Definitively. I'm fairly certain. Justin Lin, back on directing. Chris Morgan, back writing. It's the dream team. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, I mean, is it fair to say this is the victory lap of the uh, culmination of the franchise at that point? Yeah, the 18-mile-long victory lap on a, uh, on a runway. Right? Never-ending runway. <laughs> After Fast Five's Avengers, this is... I wouldn't say this is Age of Ultron here. Right, yeah. 
and 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 also crucially in the kind of Aruboros that was the Fast franchise up to this point, this is when the snake finally gets to eat its own tail at the end. <laughs> like we we finally catch up with the past. Um, well, the past and, catches up with us. Yes, the, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I yeah, I think this is the victory lap because fa- uh, like Fast Five is, I think the best Fast and Furious movie as far as I'm concerned. But Furious 6, I think, is my favourite. It just... There's just something wonderfully joyful about all of this. And it also feels like Justin Lin going, okay, so we, like, we figured it out. We figured out what this franchise is going to be now. I'm going to hand it over to someone else. You can, you, you know, it's in safe hands because I've got you here. But before I leave... I, I, I'm just going to show you exactly how it's done. <laughs> like this is, I've I've laid out the blueprint, and now I'm going to show you how you can have fun with it each time. That's fair. And it's got a great team as well. I like. I think when I think of the fast teams, this uh, the family. Sorry, this. Okay. I think this is. I think this is the like the best, most complete version of the family in this one, be- mm. because Michelle Rodriguez is back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, you've got pretty much all of the All-Stars are here. I don't know who's really... I don't don't know who from the franchise I'd say, like, oh, I'm really, really gutted they're not in this one. Yeah, Yeah. no, you're you're right. Absolutely. This is is the last time this could all happen as well. Yeah, yeah. And it had been a while since I'd seen this, and I'd completely forgotten, because, you know... uh, uh, Han is still in this one. Yeah, he is. And I, was, and I completely forgot. Yes. I was like, I was thinking about halfway through. I was like, hold on, why was Giselle not in Tokyo Drift? Because him and Giselle are like oh. together. No, because <laughs> you know I she's forgot. you know dealing with you know, power demons at that point. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's get it down to brass tacks. Um, as always, I've got my checklist of uh, things for this film. Number of times they use the word family. Anyone guess? Oh, ten. The, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eighteen. Eleven <laughs> times. Oh. there is a sequence in which they use it in five times in one minute. That's probably the big <laughs> part of this whole thing. Is they finally use family in a whole segment is to mean that something. The, is that the sequence where they're talking about Letty and yeah. and Vin is like, look, sometimes family are still family even if they've forgotten that they're family <laughs> exactly yeah pretty much that and it's one, it, that's the kind of scene that like typifies this movie for me because it's it's utterly ridiculous but in that moment as well i'm like yeah like yeah dom he doesn't turn his back on family even if they've got amnesia and don't forget that they're family anymore and it's and it, and it, it kind of is really sweet as well as being absurd <laughs> Yeah, no, that's the that's the point of the franchise. Is it's inherently earnest. That's why we love it so much. It can yeah, be as goofy as possible, but it cares. Yeah. Coronas. Coronas. Oh yeah. Um. What? How many Coronas? Ah, well, I didn't count how many Coronas. Right. But at, at the start of the film, they're drinking out of brown bottles. Right. Just, 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 just regular beer. Finally, finally, after he got two films now, they finally have Corona at the end of this film. Oh. Wow. It's taken a long they, time to get back to it, but but they also name check it in there that they're gonna that they're gonna be having some coronas before Damn they, right they have the coronas. Damn right they do. <laughs> they know where their bread's buttered. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'm i not a beer drinker at all, but I did think to myself as I was watching this, when we go see the new one, maybe I'll get us two Coronas to drink. <laughs> and I was like, I'm probably going to hand my Corona over to Andrew. Oh, oh great. Thank you. <laughs> I'll have things to say about that in the next film when we talk about uh, proper beer choices. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's been so long since I've seen this franchise. I'm forgetting all about it. Um, We've got bald people. You're kidding. Bald- baldness is all over this franchise again. <laughs> yep. We've got Dom, um, Hobbs. They're both bald. Yep. Roman's bald again. But there's there's the fake Dominic. Yes. <laughs> and that's another bald guy. Yeah. Yeah. And a big got... reveal at the end, who's very bald as well. Yep. I think this is the most bald of the films. And also, again, Tej's hair. Update on Tej's hair. It's very short. Very I short. know. It's I nearly really, bald. It's I nearly really down wish, I wish they'd bring his old hair back. I do love the big old apple. Yeah. Alas. Anyway, the film. Good film. It's a new Universal logo at the start. This is the first time we're seeing the uh, the new one in this franchise. With a new planet? Well, yeah. <laughs> They've gone to Riddick's planet for this one. Because it's post-2012. This is, uh, is it 2012 or 2011 when they had the new? No, it must be 2012 because the last one didn't have it. All right. It's a newer one. It's, uh, it's more closer to the universal coming towards you at the start. All right. I'm going to bow to your wisdom on this one. It's exciting. It's exciting. And we're opening with a race. Remember last film when it ended up with uh, Dom and Brian? They're like, right, we're not going to race for pink slips. We're not going to race for any money. We're just going to race to see who's the winner. Well, we think we're opening with the race. We're opening with that race, right? (laughs) What? No, we're opening with the race. We're by by the beach. Yeah. We're watching them drive fast. It must be that race. There's nothing else. Nothing else. He left left, um, Mia at the beach. Mia and Um, Elena. Mia and Elena. Sorry, at the beach. And they were fine. There was nothing going on. There was no water breaking. Well, uh, you know, against the oh, beach, yeah, waves were breaking. Um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, there was nothing going on with Mia and Elena. Especially nothing going on with Mia, really. No, they weren't having any beer. She was specifically not having any beer. Um, so I don't think we're watching the same race, because where do they end up? <laughs> Maybe what's happened is they've had that race and it was a draw. And that they've been they've been drawing time and time again since then, and this is fine. This is fine. This is finally the one where we can name a winner. It's either that or it's the eternal race. It's just never stopped. Actually, they just have been in their cars for eight months. <laughs> Which, by the way, um, so we know that uh, Fast Five is set in well, Fast Four was set in two thousand and six. Fast Five happens immediately after Fast Four, but Fast and Furious. Sorry. Right. Right. And yeah. so now this is nine months after Fast and Furious. Uh, okay, yeah. So yeah. we're still in 2006, right? Yeah, that makes okay. sense. We just, we just have to know this time jump because we're, trying, we're still always trying to work out in which point Tokyo Drift happens yes. within 2006. Yeah. It's got to still, well, hopefully it's still 2006. Was, was Tokyo Drift actually a Christmas film? <laughs> is this the 12 months of Fast and Furious? Oh, my God. I'm, it's January I, Fast and Furious and then Tokyo Drift is December I don't know but now I'm adding it to my Christmas film list <laughs> so anyway that's just a thought we need to get on to no it's yeah it's not a race they're going to a hospital 
because Mia's having the baby. Yeah. Uh, and then we got opening titles. We never have opening titles for these films, proper opening titles. Yeah, that was strange. The opening titles go through all the previous films, right? Yeah, we get to see all the family's adventures. To which I, I think speaks to the victory lap nature of this movie, which Absolutely. is, uh, like, it's... It may be a franchise continuing, but I think Justin Lin was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm signing off here." It's and it's it's like your uh, it's like your um, signatures over the end credits, which when the Fast franchise ends, right, they're a hundred percent doing that. They have to. Yeah, and we will riot if we don't get a Twilight or Avengers style credit sequence at the end. Mm. <laughs> Everyone has to be named. Everyone has. Everyone has to get a signature. Everyone in the family has to get a signature. No. Mm. Even the uh, kid from the first film, and the kid that's in the bus that we see for the second time, who is, I believe, Justin Lin's son, which we see in uh, Fast Five, and we see in this one, kind of oh. like up against the window. <laughs> all, all my information comes from the IMDb trivia. Uh, Andrew yep. wrote nine pages of notes, and I'm cheating. <laughs> well, will he be back in Fast Nine? That's the question. Yeah, well, you've got to hope. You've got to hope that definitely the fast saga will happen. Maybe uh, he'll appear on the moon. <laughs> Just looking at a spaceship. <laughs> anyway, we, we, we're done with sunny locations. We're in Moscow. Yeah. Oh, we are, we are, we are already globetrotting. We've gone to two different continents already in this film. And we meet uh, Luke Hobbs and his new partner, Riley. Oh, uh, played by Gina Carano. Who? Sorry. Uh, she she used to be famous. Some some point. some 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 human named Riley, and there's nothing to look into there. Yes. Yep. Do not look behind the curtain. <laughs> you know what? It's it's funny because I, I know Gina Carano was never the most um, talented actress, but this is I, I I would say that I think this is a franchise that survives bad performances. Sure. Like there aren't. There aren't many of the family who I would describe as, you know, really versatile. Mm. I, 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 some of them have charisma, some of them don't. Uh, but they, they kind of work as a unit. Yeah. But watching watching Gina Carano in this, I was like, am I just bringing the baggage of <laughs> 2020, 2021 to her performance in thinking that she's rubbish and she kind of she kind of stands out as like just not really fitting with the rest of this ensemble cuz like i don't think i like i don't think elena's great in fast 5 but she at least feels like she fits with the rest of the gang and she fit, and she makes sense as the rock's partner yeah whereas in this one Carano doesn't and i think to the film's credit that was because i'd forgotten the twist with that character <laughs> <laughs> and i think there is i think there is something there that she just she she isn't quite a natural fit with the rest of the group. And the fact that she's not a good actress. I feel like when she doesn't have lines, she looks like she's in kind of standby mode. She's not she's not really taking in what's going on until her lines come up. And that's exactly kind of fair. Yeah. But we're seeing the aftermath of a Shaw heist. Yeah. Whoa, there's a car in a second story window? What happened there? We, we we may never know. How does a car get flipped up into a into a window that high? Because cars can fly now. They fly and now. So, some, something that will never happen in this franchise again. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. But don't worry. They caught someone. They caught one of the crew. Right. Who is it? 
because it looks like Dom from behind. Oh, just, 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 a, just a thick bald guy in a white shirt. Another bald guy. <laughs> just the first of, I think, three absurd straw men who were put in front of the rock for him to humiliate over the course of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just walks like, right in, smashes him around, throws him into the ceiling? Yeah. I I had I had questions <laughs> about this because surely the department sure. should not be happy with him destroying a room. I mean, and he just kind of walks away. It's and Moscow. I, Anything's fair game yeah. in Moscow. Okay, and, sure. And with all that we sure. know about the the kind of the conflicts between Vin and the Rock on set, yeah. It does make me think as well, like, this script's writing in a scene where The Rock gets to toss a Vin Diesel lookalike around a room. <laughs> yeah. You can you can see where the tension would come. And and also, like, in, in, in a film that, like, and, and it works because the tension between those characters does have to have this real dick-measuring feel to it. <laughs> but you, you do wonder, like, like I said, the first of three straw men that that the rock comes up against and just humiliates um who are like you know in 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 different capacities put in front of him as like someone who's like oh god this guy you're not gonna get anything from me and then the rock is like yeah but look at the size of my biceps (laughs) and uh yeah and i and, and like you know it does make me think like i remember at the time when when all that was kicking off thinking I mean, look at The Rock's career. He like he he seems ultra professional. Goes from franchise to franchise, has success after success. This one franchise is Vin's thing, and maybe he got a bit a bit kind of mardy about The Rock coming in and kind of taking some of his shine. Yeah. But but actually, just from the content of this movie, I could see why Vin might be a bit like hmm. <laughs> this guy needs to check himself. This is yeah. still. This is still ultimately my family. <laughs> yeah. So we learn Owen Shaw is in London planning something. And they like, how do we stop these guys? If you want to catch wolves, you need wolves. Let's go hunting. <laughs> Let's go oh, hunting. This dialogue is great. <laughs> I think. I mean, it's perfect. It really exactly is. Exactly what it needs to be. <laughs> God. So we cut to uh, Dom and Elena. They're in the Canary Islands. They're you know having a nice canoodle. Oh, canoodle! And that's then, what uh, family does. That's what family do together. The family that sleeps together stays together. <laughs> and then Hobbs decides to stop by, and he has a conversation with Dom over an engine. Of Is course, like an engine between them. Yeah, that's where all the important conversations happen. <laughs> <laughs> And then he just he just slips Dom a photo saying, "Hey, look, Letty's here. Letty's alive, guys." Well, no, he says, "Um, because uh, Elena comes out and she says, you know, he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't have to go with you. You know, you, you can't extradite him." Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then he says, to. "And he says, oh well, he's gonna beg me to come with him, so I'm gonna stand outside and wait." <laughs> <laughs> and that's the rest of the film. If you didn't know, it was just a. <laughs> Rock standing in a car, looking at his watch, waiting for Vin Diesel to kick him in. It's 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 a very interesting piece of work. Well, Vin's just trying to open the envelope. <laughs> uh, uh, this way, this way, this way, it's, this way, this it, way. It, it, it's a good setup, though, right? It's uh, like 
to take what Fast Five did, which was to go, okay, we're going to move from the street racing to it's now a heist and these guys are like real high stakes criminals. Yeah. And then and then in the next one to go, well, we, we kind of still want to do that, but like that would feel like maybe it would have a very similar vibe if we did that movie after movie that is just now they're in a, on another heist in another city. So to flip it and go, and actually they're the good guys, uh, but but also they've still got that cool cool criminal edge. It's um, and it and it works with the the original setup of having the you know the cop and the criminal teaming up. Like it it it's, yeah, it yeah. again it feels like it's the franchise coming full circle. And and like Letty is the. I don't know, like, if Michelle Rodriguez wasn't coming back, I don't know what else you put in that envelope to get Don to come back. Yeah. To agree to this. Yeah. Well, we know what they do in uh, Fate to get him to do things again. Yeah, and that that is a lot less effective, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe they might have had uh, his brother locked up somewhere and he has to <laughs> not, not that we've ever heard about his brother yet. I don't think he's. I don't think he's got any real family. That wouldn't make sense. Yeah, he's been talking about family forever. Why would he not talk about his real family? And we yeah. all know that he remembers everything about my father. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Um, what happens next? Because I anyway, can't... <laughs> so, so Hobbs wants uh, Dom. Dom's in, obviously. Yep. Elena understands if it was her husband, she'd do everything as well. Yep. But Hobbs wants Dom to call the family in. But he's like, this yeah. is going to have to be me alone. Can't do it. Obviously, Brian, theoretically, he's kind of retired now, right? Yeah. Yeah, but... What, what's know. everyone else doing? Well, they're all just living off their money, aren't they? Oh, I mean... Roman <laughs> on a private jet? Yeah, which, is, which has got... What's it got written on the jet? It's Roman, bitches. It's, I wasn't... Yeah, it's Roman, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, tail. <laughs> I do love in this in this franchise... So driven by star egos that Tyree seems completely happy to just leave his at the door. That's <laughs> <laughs> like there's that sequence in the fifth one in which he first meets Dom and they kind of have this alpha man stare off, but Dom does, but Vin doesn't seem to be doing that. And Tyree's entire like, no, no, I'm also at the same level as you, right? <laughs> I'm at the same level as you. And then the rest of the whole franchise is like, I'm, I'm, I'm like Dom, but I'm also like fun Dom. <laughs> and I think that's the best thing they've ever done with him is just to admit he's not quite anyone else. He's just there. And he, he you know, he shouldn't be there, really. He should be, you know, destruction derby dirtbagging in Miami still. <laughs> and I he's think, you know, there. by the end of this film, once Letty is back as well, you've kind of got everyone coupled up that you've got, you've got Dom and Letty, you've got um, Mia and uh, Brian. Brian. God, I just... Uh, forever forgetting the names of the characters uh you've got giselle and han and then you've got you've got roman and tej who are yeah. the like who, who are a little couple in here and the, and they bicker more than any of the couples yeah, outside because they because they, they know that their love for each other can transcend any kind of uh jokey argument they might have and again i think it's just something that this this film figures out you know that the Fast Five was on the on the map to doing it anyway, but that this film is just kind of like from word go. This is the setup now with all of these people, mm. and I think that's why it's my favourite. <laughs> anyway, Tej is being yelled at for uh, driving a Ferrari. 
and using an ATM to give out money. Why is he not being like a Robin Hood kind of person? Oh, yeah. Yeah, money's changed him, man. Yeah, right? So he just presses a button and the ATM explodes. <laughs> Everyone gets money! It looks like Monopoly money, though. It doesn't look like real money, but that <laughs> might just be, you know, because different countries have different money. Yeah, maybe. And only, only the pound I, sterling makes any sense. I think it's Monopoly money, because imagine, you know... That costs quite a lot to buy all the Monopoly boards to get the Monopoly amount money. So he's still spending quite a bit. And then he just does this prank <laughs> in every town he goes to. But he drives away before he gets to see the realisation on their faces. <laughs> Some people are still going into shops with the Monopoly money thinking they can use it. <laughs> can you not? <laughs> oh boy. But um, let's talk about the, on the on uh, the plane. Um, okay. When he's because he's got uh, like four supermodels with him, and he's taking them to a casino, right? Um, taking them a car. Yeah, and uh, and he's, what's he, he says something like, um, "You're going to have a lot of fun," and then one of the girls goes, "No, you're going to have a lot of fun," and it's the worst delivery of a line <laughs> in this franchise. Was wow. it just me that noticed that's a bold that? No, I didn't notice this. Oh, it just it it felt so wooden, and I was I, like, I will why say I was writing the sentence. Fair enough, but I was just like, why is she the one that that gets to say this? Was she the best one out of the four that can say <laughs> this line? Because my God, he took fifty takes, and that was the best one. <laughs> Sorry, moving on. That's I just started to bring that up. Thank you. Well, we also see Giselle and Hannah together. Yep. Of course. Uh, they're at a street food oh. market, just eating, chilling out. Yep, and she's talking about Tokyo, right? Yeah. Yep, because he still hasn't made Tokyo. Not yet. Not quite. Not quite. And I think that that's very specifically in there to make very clear that that has not happened yet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially because obviously when, when, when Han does go to Tokyo, he, 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 he dies and he can yeah. never be seen from again. No, no, there is, there is no justice for Han. No, no, that's crazy talk. But yes, yeah, so the people come in with guns and they have guns back at them and then suddenly a phone rings. Mm-hmm. And then a phone rings on the plane. And then and a phone rings on Tej. Yeah, on Tej. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, I should be put it in his pocket, right? Yeah. <laughs> just, I just love everyone getting the same call at the same time. I just like that kind of setup. Yeah. That's cool. It's yeah. efficient. It is. <laughs> Storytelling. It is. It is. But they all know they've got to go. Yep. And they um, all had a drop of a hat. They're there for family. They are. They are there for family. Although, oh, one, uh, one person we haven't seen yet, of course, is, is Brian. We, we need to catch up with Brian properly. Yep. Brian and Mia. And what's that? Baby Jack. Baby Jack. Baby Jack. Who is adorable, to be honest. Yeah. And then Dom drives in and hands Baby Jack a model of a muscle car. Yeah. But but Jack's already got a model of a car. Yeah. The car that, um, you know, we we, we know our cars, don't we, Andrew? Oh, we we, we (laughs) talk about car stuff. We know the ones that go fast. We know the ones that go slow. And these are both ones that seem to go fast. Yep. I think one, well, I think one's fast and one's furious and he needs to decide his future. Yeah. The muscle car must be the furious one because it's loud. Yeah. 
<laughs> I've got to say, I feel sorry for this kid because he's going to grow up to be the most boring, uncharismatic child <laughs> based on his parents. Like, I, I've said this already, like, there are, uh, there are some less charismatic, less gifted actors in the group. What I always find crazy is how much I invest in the unit of the family, given how as individuals, how little care how little I care about them as individuals and Brian and Mia are right down at the bottom in terms of my investment in them as characters <laughs> well you have like, to remember John... one of them one of them likes tuna salad sandwiches right oh uh, yeah and the other one likes to make sure the crusts are cut off for the other one to eat <laughs> that's you know character work that's character yeah. arc we saw in the first one we, that's we how this whole franchise began it's built on that no so this one kid was is going to love cutting off crusts. No one was as surprised as Jordana Brewster when she got the call to return to this franchise. <laughs> <laughs> she had a bags packed and ready. Drop of the hat. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, yeah, Doe and Brian, they talk about they're missing LA, they miss home. Yeah. It's a concept. Yep. Brian gets home retired. Mia's like, you've got to work this one out together bring the family together for Letty. But I'm not going to join in. <laughs> no, I've got, I've got a chat. You can, yeah. She has yeah, chat. Yeah. And you know what Jack's going to be like when he becomes 10? He becomes Robin Williams. That's a problem. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is inevitable Jack is going to be a character in the franchise. They say they're going to end at 10, but they're going to bring it back and it's going to be uh, Jack. Jack it's be like, uh, you know, the, the third Kill Bill, just with Jack instead. Yes. Yes, exactly. Anyway, we're off to London, and for some reason, I don't hear the Clash playing. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we were in London. That's, That's what confused yeah. me. Yeah. It's like, I know some of these locations, I've walked past them, but uh, I, I, if I don't hear the music, I just don't get it. <laughs> when you walk past them, were they all as close together as they are in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I do walk at a speed of 75 miles an hour, and then I hit the nose. Yeah. And Piccadilly Circus was as empty as ever. Yeah. That's the sequence, isn't it? When they go from Horse Cars Parade to Piccadilly Circus and it's all empty and they're just having a street race through. The roads have been a little emptier lately. (laughs) True. Oh, so you're. Oh, so this isn't 2006. No, this is is in 2020. This is during the pandemic. Oh, shit. (laughs) And Jack is still not even a year old for some reason. (laughs) He's eternal baby. He's, He's like a vampire. Because they got so much money, they can relax, and time goes slowly for them. Yeah. They've discovered their cure for wellness. They've got eels up inside them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're in a high rise. Got a fancy view, lots of tech. They got a bunch of weapons. It's nothing like Rio, they say. Oh yeah, I know. This is much more high tech. And then uh, someone who is it asks, "Who's paying for all this? Is it the taxpayer?" <laughs> <laughs> Not Tedge. Um... It might be Tedge. I can't remember one of one Not of... Roman, because you know, as soon as Hobbs comes in, he's doing the baby oil jokes to him. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is funny, funny Jeez. gag stuff. Good yeah. stuff. And Hobbs does a debrief about what Shaw is doing. Whilst I mean, I wasn't really focusing on that because Roman's doing this thing about wanting to get some change for the vending machine. That's <laughs> how he stays. That's how he stays rich. Yeah, he doesn't spend and, his own money. This is how I know it's London because in well, at least how I know it's England because in that vending machine is Seabrook's crisps. And you're not getting them in Rio or LA, are you? That's a uh, Seabrooks is a proper England thing. 
Surprised, yeah. surprised to see them in London, to be honest. But you know, I'll, I'll forgive the film that. <laughs> no, I mean, that, 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 all the Amer- all those wonderful English candies they've got in that vending machine. <laughs> we don't like a uh, hundred grand bars. <laughs> well, um, well, Hobbs uh, gets so annoyed he just shoots yeah. the vending machine. I, yeah. I, I like that idea. I like the idea that you can have carte blanche on a vending machine in the workplace. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how many vending machines he gets through, if that's how he opens. Well, he calls them vending machines. He shoots them all the time. <laughs> <So you're angry. laughs> oh, that's canon now. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so what is Owen Shaw? What is Owen Shaw? What is Owen Shaw? Can I what are we sure about? <laughs> Owen Shaw is the best villain in the Fast franchise. Big statement. Oh, Big statement yeah. since we're going to turn to a villain for the Faust franchise as well later in this film. Yeah. He's just... I, I just... I think he makes such an impact in this movie. And it's it's quite... Like, I think that's why the Statham thing works so well. Which I know I'm jumping ahead. But, like, when, when Statham is teased as, like, that's this guy's brother and it's Jason Statham. Like, obviously the fact that that it's Statham matters. But I think it's like, you're like, well, if he's more badass than the guy we that we just faced off with in this film, then we really do need to be worried. Sure, um, yeah. I think Owen Shaw is, but I, don't, like, I think like, Luke Evans, I, I don't, he's not an actor that like every time he turns up, I'm like, oh, I'm in for a good time here. But I think Luke Evans is great in this. And I think I he, genuinely he, enjoy Luke Evans. I think yeah. he's always something at the very least. And he he has that that just that lovely, lovely little Welsh lilt to his voice here that uh, it it kind of gives him that like Anthony Hopkins esque threatening uh, villain. <laughs> just, and he he just seems he just seems very in control the whole time. Um, the, and the, really, the, there, there was a, an assurance he should show. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> And the, the only thing that really costs him in this movie is like that that he's faced with chaos, and he, he's a good villain. Like when he when he faces off with Vin, he's like, "Look, here's the your deal is family, my deal is precision, and I don't care about anybody. I just care about being precise and getting the job done, and that's why I'm going to win because I don't I don't care about people, but you do. And I like the flip of that is that you know that. Dom cares so much about people uh, that that's the only that's the only reason that that Shaw doesn't get away at the end. Yeah, because he's not he's not chasing after him trying to get the MacGuffin. He's chasing after him trying to save Mia. Oh, the MacGuffin? You mean a uh, bunch of uh, computer chips that can create <laughs> yeah, a tech bomb that would technologically blind a country for twenty four hours? That'd be worth billions. Yeah, the thing. Yeah, I, I, I spent a bunch of time writing it down to make sure I definitely remember what the hell the thing is in this one. Yeah, that, that's that, that that sounds like the thing. Because you know, if you if you blind a country for an hour, that could lose you know a lot of money. And if you can blind a country for twenty four hours, raw, raw, right? <laughs> could change the world. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> anyway, the thing is that uh, the family offered. Uh, Full pardons if they do the thing. <laughs> do the thing. They, full do the thing to do, to get the thing, and they get to go home. Yeah, that's the premise of the film, and yeah. also Letty get Letty. Yes, also Boom. Letty's the thing. Um, and 
Um, not Dominic, the other one, Brian. <laughs> Brian needs to find out uh, what happened to Letty. So he kind of goes off, right? Is this part? Oh, no, no, no. It, no? We, oh, right, sorry. He's got to do the, uh, the... There's a bit of a chase through London first. Uh, Interpol oh. have uh, found out uh, from the bald Vin Diesel guy, <laughs> who's not Vin Diesel, where Shaw's hiding. And so they're all around this... Uh, this what is this? A building site? Um, construction thing? It, yeah. It, vague generic construction or like abandoned car park or something i don't know something 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 that's something that you can destroy something that you can destroy conveniently and so they've uh, got this guy going in to meet up with owen shaw confirming owen shaw's there interpol are so i should say interpol are very key to this this one segment whilst the family are listening in making sure things going fine i guess is there a point for them being there being hanging around whatsoever not really. I don't. I don't know the point of any action sequence in this movie in terms of why it's happening. All oh, I know is, all I know is that when it starts, I'm happy. Well, Owen Shaw goes. The simplest things cause the biggest problems. He hands over a bag full of uh, money to uh, the bull guy, saying that's his cut from the last job and the current job. What Wait, what's going job? on? What's going on? Well. Interpol start coming in, shooting up for uh, Shaw. He gets into this weird ramp car. <laughs> Let's get into it. There's a ramp car which can, uh, which has full of metal, so the bullets don't even hit him. Yeah, ramp, ramp car is great. I, I <laughs> love, ramp car. I, I love ramp car, and I will. Uh, I would like to marry ramp car at some point in the future. <laughs> uh, and he starts driving away, and uh, there's a there's there's a detonator or a bomb in the bag. Yeah. And that shit blows up, and then every single column that he drives past blows up as he drives as Owen Shaw drives past him, so that the whole thing collapses in on itself. And the timing of that is just like it's, him, it's him pure driving through Dark Knight Nolan situation here. Yeah, yeah, perfect. It's it, it's glorious. Yeah. This is what it's about. And then there's a chase through London. <laughs> of course, empty London. Empty London. Uh, we I do want to make sure well, there is an aerial shot of uh, London, and we do see the IMAX. Yes, <laughs> I miss the IMAX. I like to see the IMAX. Lovely Waterloo. Um, and there's a lot of people stood on the streets uh, yeah. watching this. I was I was trying to figure out whether they were extras or just fans coming to see the shoot, <laughs> but I couldn't figure it out. Fans of Owen Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> Flash mobs. Yeah. So the family get to Interpol because they realise oh, all the agents are in Interpol. What's happening in Interpol? And suddenly they're getting shot at. Han saves Giselle because she's never going to die. Every film yep. she gets saved by someone. She's Wonder Woman, right? That's true. She is also Wonder Woman. Yeah. Then think... there's people making an escape. And oh, yep. here we go. Joe Taslim's in this film. Who's Joe Taslim? Sub Zero. Oh, right. <laughs> Come on, bitch. Sorry. You've seen the raid. <laughs> Yep, <clears throat> my bad. So he's in this film. He's uh, getting up a, a, a computer chip or a weapon. Yeah. But not the computer chip. Not the computer chip. Oh, no. They're firing these weird <clears throat> hockey pucks at the family's cars and they're turning off the computers in the cars. <laughs> I like this. I like this. I, I, I mean, there are some other smart car based excitement going on in later parts of the franchise. Yeah. I like this. I like. Um... 
I like those little devices. I like the, I, and I like how it just wipes out half of the crew straight away. Roman goes right into a yeah. office, <laughs> and then and then I do like that. Even at this point in the franchise, where it doesn't really need to, it doesn't need to be this. That Brian's superpower really is still his driving, and he's the one that's like. Oh, okay. I probably need to knock that off, and does that cool maneuver by knocking it off and stays in the fight. Yeah. Only to be defeated by the ramp car, but <laughs> but you can see his cogs turning. He's like, if I come up against that ramp car again, I'm going to need a plan of action. <laughs> and I can only imagine that that's what he spends the rest of the running time thinking about. So they go down a tunnel. Yeah. We see, well, we see the, a nice double decker down there. The um yes, with a nice little boy in there. Um, and there's um, but the the EMP things are are oh. not as fun as the ones that they use in Too Fast, Too Furious, was it? With they were the like claws, guns. yeah. They were like um. Uh, so in 2003, they have these claws. Yeah, and three years later, it's they just a little box. hockey puck. <laughs> it's not as exciting. But... And a couple of years after that, or maybe a whole decade after that, depending on when Fate is set, it's just you know, it's I mean, just cipher. I'm... Imagine Brian trying to dig out one of the claws instead of just like swipe away at the um, hockey puck. <laughs> but I digress. Anyway, Dom sees Letty in one of the cars. That's yep. a big moment. Finally, there's you know eye to eye contact. Yeah. And there's also a toy, there's a two story chase. There's one that is an elevated road, and Hobbs jumps off of a car from that road to land on Shaw's car. Yeah, which is this amazing move where he's like, yeah, flying through the air, lands on the car, and then within seconds, it's like, oh no, uh, jumping off, <laughs> jumping off a story onto another car, that's fine, but, but I can't get hit by a, <laughs> I can't get hit by a barrier. That no. would be too, that would be too much. <laughs> yeah, surely he'd just break through that barrier if he was still. <laughs> yeah. So, so he rolls onto the ground and does the Nick Fury firing a gun at something. Flying away at fast speeds. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be done. Yeah. And then Dom <laughs> manages to stop Letty's car. Letty gets out and they kiss. Mm, well, with a bullet. A bullet, bullet yeah, a bullet kisses his shoulder. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, what happened? I thought Letty was loving Dom and Dom loved Letty. Something must be up. Strange. That's how family kiss. <laughs> They're kissing cousins. <laughs> So that's that shit. That's uh, that's yep. uh, that's a London race. Yep. I mean, it's, now we got right, flying. But... Now we got cars flying in the air. Roman screams. Yep. <laughs> I just like the fact that he's the one who calls out the absurdity in this whole. Yeah, it's just like wait till you see the trailer for Fast Nine. <laughs> <laughs> what does it become after Mission and Freak Insanity? <laughs> Where do we go from here? Yeah. <laughs> but Letty is alive, that's all that matters Yes, that is all that matters Because Letty is family Damn right, she's family And then Shaw does his debrief On the on them, it's like he's doing the inverse Of them, whilst also yeah. pointing out that everyone else Is the inverse of each other, isn't that crazy <laughs> And he shows Letty a picture of Dom from the past And them together Ooh, it's soap opera It's soap opera Yeah <laughs> His his team are fairly anonymous. Yes. Which oh is, yeah. Which is which is fine. As you say, you've got the you've got the raid guy who's in there because he's going to have a fun fight sequence later in the film. Yep. 
you've got the girl the one girl with blue eyes because she looks like because, Paul Walker. Yeah, yeah, and it's they're fine, but Shaw's the main attraction here. Oh, yeah. Shaw and Letty. Yeah, they they're your two. Otherwise, sure he is. Not, not you don't care about Ivory. Ivory, anybody? No, no, I, yeah. no we'll yeah. get to Ivory in a minute. Because uh, hey, now we've got to break the family up a little bit. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, right. Now we're at where I mentioned earlier. London has no, not quite. London has cameras oh. on every corner. <laughs> yeah. Right. But mysteriously, yeah. the cameras always on downtime and maintenance at those. Well, I mean, just periods. Just as luck. Just their luck, you know. But the, and then we get the family discussing the cars that they were just seen driving, and they do like a Sherlock Holmes things on the engines they heard and the rims <laughs> and everything to work out. Oh, man, these cars—they must have a custom mechanic. Yep. Could you imagine? Could you imagine a crime syndicate who might, you know, not just go to a dealership? <laughs> oh, God. And also, they need to have some cars which don't have computer chips now. Hmm. Hmm. How are they going to do that? How indeed. How indeed. And, you know, meanwhile, Dom takes the bullet out of his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a big man. Just, just another day. Yeah, I did like that. He's he just just doing it himself because that's what that's what Don would do. Don doesn't <laughs> care about anyone else looking after him. He doesn't need a Mia anymore. And it never impairs him for the rest of the film. No, absolutely not. No, gosh, for good. Might as well not have happened. Yeah. Well, no, you can see the bullet is tiny. It is a tiny bullet. It's almost like it's a custom bullet as well. Yeah. So Tesh and Hobbs are going to go to a car event. Yeah. Just 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 near City Hall. Is this a thing that happens? Do we ever see that in the embankment? Rich people car events? I mean, it's always happening, isn't it? I don't know. I'm not a rich person, not car <laughs> enthusiast. <laughs> you know all about cars. Such a, weird, such a weird sequence. Yeah. And like, I, I, is it just me or was that, was the car salesman? That that should be Tom Hollander. That was oh, I, I just, a Tom Hollander type. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like this guy character. is a Tom Holland type. But no, but like, like a notable actor in that role. But what I mean is, I feel like this is a Tom Hollander type who's maybe got two zeros less on his quote than Tom Hollander. Sure. Sorry, Be- no, he was not in this scene. <laughs> and it's just a real, like, he's just the hoity-toity, like, cliched, middle-upper-class British guy. Well, no, he's not even... He's a middle class guy who's playing at being Who, who's living in a rich person's world. Yeah. yeah, and and it's it's the it's the pretty woman scene, isn't it? It's it's, you're it's not, very you're, you're clearly not ballers, guys. Wink, 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 yeah. wink. HBO, maybe in a couple of years' time. <laughs> <laughs> so you I must mean, be the kitchen it's, it's it's a it's a scene generously laced with racism. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. That's it's what a, we it's like solely for an applause break in ten minutes' time, and yeah. of course, this this is the second of the straw men that the Rock is up against. <laughs> Although I guess I guess Tedge takes the lead here. Oh, this is entirely a Tedge sequence. Oh yeah, Dwayne, Dwayne's just here. For He's it. got this. He's got this. He's got this. We notice. <laughs> and then, meanwhile, we get to see the guy from Keep the Lights On playing a mechanic, making a grappling hook. Well, yeah, I mean, from a distance, he reminds me of, and I don't know if you'll know him, Mark, Mark Warren. Anybody? No? 
All I know him from is he was in uh, the Doctor Who episode Love and Monsters with um with Peter Kay. <laughs> the the um I've I've just googled him the yeah. the hustle guy who's in Wanted. Oh, yeah. okay, I see the face. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. So at first I thought it was him. So um if if the other guy is a uh, uh cheap uh Tom Holland uh, um this is a cheap Mark Warren. <laughs> He must have been very cheap. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, so they managed to quickly find this guy making a grappling hook. Yep. That's normal behaviour. They just find him in one of those underpasses. Yeah. And then Giselle does this... that thing where he's like, this is a girl's job again. And it's a weird a... sequence as well where like, like the... And this is what I mean about Gina Carano not really feeling like she fits in with the group. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Giselle's like, this is a girl's job. And you're like, have you have you guys spoken yet? Do you, <laughs> do you know who she is? And I'm like, I, I, I'm happy sending G- Giselle down to do this job, but maybe you hang back with Han as well. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Roman, as, a, as the fast talker, might be able to get more out of the situation than just, you know, grabbing someone's arm, twisting it until they drop on the ground. Roman yeah. would have got Roman would have got a grappling hook in the chest if he'd have gone down there. <laughs> I have no, no doubt about that. <laughs> but he would have charmed the grappling hook onto his chest, lovingly. Potentially. Mm. <laughs> anyway, they uh, they go into the mechanics workshop. He he presses a button on the phone so yeah. that Shaw can overhear what's going on. Question mark. That's the high set we're dealing with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, it's 2006. Phones <laughs> in general were quite high tech. Mm. <laughs> so Shaw is now aware there's something going on in his mechanics old workshop. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Tej and Hobbs, they come back with the HQ with their very loud muscle cars. Well, how'd they get those? Oh, right. Well, they weren't just going to steal it, were they? No, no. God, God no, it. no, no. Because Tej used his money. He wasn't allowed steal them it's true it's true he wasn't allowed to steal he had to think of a better way which is you know yeah. pound pound bills yo <laughs> doesn't ring off the tongue the same <laughs> but the, 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 the englishman is it's so terrible to, sorry if i can do anything else for you so they ask for his shirt take the shirt off his back so it can put on to uh, hobbs and we don't get to see hobbs put it on that's no. what i would love to see no and his pants but not Just his pants it. Put him on just like the Hulk, you know. Just and he is rip it through. And he is um he is mentioned he's called the Hulk at one point in this film. Sure. He's also called Samoan Thor on a, on um is it Teddy's phone when he rings? <laughs> There's a lot of Avengers references in this film. Hey look, the Avengers had just come. No, the Avengers were not even coming out yet. Yeah, it's six years away. True. They, they were excited about the concepts because they just seen Ang Lee's Hulk. No, they're all just big comic book fans. They are just nerds. Oh yeah, it's like when um when uh, Tim Roth mentions the Silver Surfer, uh, when she mentions the thing in Reservoir Dogs, and he's got the Silver Surfer poster on his on his wall, but like no one, you know, non comic book people didn't really know who they were. Yeah, it's just Fast and Furious is ahead of its time. Clearly, I mean, look at the tech. It's two thousand six for God's sake. Tej was watching and he got it. Yeah. Speaking of watching, Tej gets the watch from the guy's wrist as well. Yep. He needs something for himself. He can't just give everything to Hobbs. Mm-hmm. 
So, hey, how's that? He's in his uh, underwear walking away now, this rich guy. Ha, 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 Racism solved. <laughs> <laughs> Not the finest sequence in this movie for me. <laughs> I remember a multimedia that got an applause break. <laughs> I might as well just pause the film, the DCP at that point, just to let the uh, audience clap. I'm sure off-screen uh, sure. Tom Hollander was bowing. <laughs> I could have done that job, but I was masturbating all day. <laughs> That's funny if you read that interview with him during the <laughs> pandemic when it's like, yeah, I masturbate and then I go back to bed yeah. and then I masturbate and then I go back to bed. Yeah. He's living our best life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, there's a pawn shop sequence. What's this about? Uh, yep, they're trying to find. Dom the and Brian go to a pawn shop to look yep. for the bullet and the gun. Yep, and it's there's, not CX. It's not CX, it's just a random porn shop. There's three guys get beaten up. Yeah, of course. I don't understand why this one's here. This is just seems to be like, hey, Vin needs to sh- punch three people. Yeah, well, he's got to keep the tally up. Yeah, it's true. I think it might just be a tally situation, actually. Why didn't one of them gen- look like the Wattai? I genuinely can't remember this scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. He beats three guys up. Uh, he grabs the porn shop guy through under the uh, window. And uh, then Brian and leaves with Dom and goes like Cheerio or something. And that's it. It matters not anything. So it's like, yeah. yeah, they bought guns here. The guns that shot you. Yeah, they were bought here. <laughs> wow. Have you got a receipt? <laughs> anyway, the mechanics. Now Letty's at the mechanics. Yeah. And so is Joe Taslim. And uh, this is where Ivory gets shot. Poor Ivory. He's on a motorbike. And he gets shot. A moment of silence for Ivory. Ivory, yeah, uh, the most important character. Yep. <laughs> the mechanic gets shot. He hands Giselle a phone. Yep. And then uh, they they go through a train station. <laughs> Here comes uh, Waterloo fights. The the. I, I don't know what this station is, but there is there is that fake train station, isn't there? That a lot of a lot of movies end up filming in. Yeah. That that. You know, it looks recognisably like the underground. If you know the underground, yeah. If you know, if you know it well enough, you know it's not an actual station, or it's not a current station. The station might not be real, but that train is. I'm pretty sure I've been on that train before. That that silver bland looking train, <laughs> underground train, like all the underground trains that we use. So it's Aldwych Station. Is <laughs> the one that they uh, oh, right. originally known as yeah. Strand Station. That's the filming location they usually there go to. Go. But it's referred to as Waterloo later on. Yeah, because this is um, Fast and Furious' Battle of Waterloo. <laughs> They're really in history, damn it. They are. They are. This, is, this is the Mamiya sequence. <laughs> this is all good. So, so you get your... I, I, like the, I like the reverse here, that you've got the guys fighting, mm. and it's basically just a bit of a, a, bit of a comedy routine of... Roman and Han being like, no, no, after you, 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 uh, yeah. you be the next one to get punched by this super competent fighter. <laughs> and then cutting back to the proper fight between Michelle Rodriguez and Gina Carano, because that, that does feel like the, fe- you know, that feels like the, the most exciting face off that you could, like when you're waiting in fast five for the rock and Vin Diesel to finally have a scrap. Yeah. In this one, I think it's those two. I think they're the two that you want to see fight. And it's yeah. good, and the, but, but, but this is only Act One, which is even more satisfying. 
And after um, Roman and uh, Hans fight, yeah. um, they get like smashed through glass and whatnot, and the they police do. are there. Yeah. And and the police are like, uh, there's at least one policeman standing up, and he seems fine, but he doesn't like even acknowledge uh, Roman and and Han. Well, that's because like, you know they they agree to never tell anyone, so they can't even tell the police people who have just seen it. Police just right. don't know exists. Maybe they it's, don't even exist. They're mile twenty three years. It bugs me slightly that like no policeman was like, "Hold on, mate, I need a statement." <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah, the, the statement is this went from mission in <laughs> to mission in freaky and indifferent. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a Roman. I can't do one of Roman pieces. Classic lines. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, Letty finally goes to Owen, tells him that Ivory's dead. By the way, this yeah. is the scene where he tell she tells we all remember the it. tragic news of Ivory's demise. Yeah, and you know, in a heartbreaking moment, the audience sure just goes, "You make a mistake, you pay the price." Because no he's care. a good villain. He's no, a good no, villain. Don't care that Ivory's. He doesn't care about his family. It's a show. I think it's he actually show. says, "Family schmamily." <laughs> that is what this film was missing. <laughs> oh, if only. <laughs> um, so where are we now then? Well, now we reveal that Braga was working with Shaw at some point. Ah, right. Well, now yeah, we this is the Braga story. Giselle kind of knows about this stuff because you know she used to work for Braga as well. Yeah, and this this is all victory lap stuff again because right, <laughs> this movie is this movie is 130 minutes. It could easily be 115 minutes and just get rid of this stuff entirely. It's it's completely pointless. But it means Braga gets to come back. It means we get a fun scene with Shea Wiggum, and it's it, it's it just feels like Justin Lin going. Can we get those guys a paycheck? Can we? Can we hang out with my friends for another, for another couple of day, days on set? Would that be nice? Yeah, so Brian's got to go to Los Angeles, which is a problem. Oh, here we go. He's in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, how much later is this now? <laughs> this is like 40 minutes after you started. I watched this film this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't even remember the porn shop scene either. <laughs> And right, like this, this has such a feel of Thor going to the pool to get the information about the Infinity <laughs> Stones and Age of Ultron. Like, like it's like, uh, what do we have for Brian to do in the middle act? <laughs> Nothing really, because it's kind of we want Dom to spend time with Letty. We want this at and it like the the Roman's got this, now. This stretch of the movie really does feel like they're just kicking their heels, going. Let's just get to the next action sequence, shall we? Uh, Brian, you go over there, and we'll give you a we'll give you a fight scene in jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There Where? is a sequence in which uh, the cameras go dark, and Bracker yeah. comes by. Oh, uh, he's got twenty four hours before he gets into the, his system. Will recognise Brian's face, and then we're permanently yeah. jailed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and also Brag is in solitary. Shea can't get him into solitary, so uh, he can only get him into a certain wing. So he beats up Shay Wigan again. That's the one. That's the one funny moment in that in this sequence. Because then and then and then it's the, the the purpose of it is to have someone go. I know it seems silly, but this is why Letty's not actually dead. 
Yeah. And I'm looking I'm looking forward to having the exact same sequence with Ham. And to be honest with you, I'm looking forward to in Fast Ten or, you know, beyond that, having the exact same sequence with Giselle because because there's <laughs> characters don't die in this and it, you know and i was watching the post credit sequence in this a bit more carefully this time going <laughs> oh, yeah. how 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 are they getting oh no i guess that is they can get around that fairly easily can't they sit down and hold yeah yeah it, 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 honestly well. if he doesn't slip down a handhold some... <laughs> they've missed a trick absolutely i yeah, all, all of this is dumb <laughs> I remember nothing from the prison thing. I think even while I was watching it, my brain just didn't register it until he comes back to uh, to oh. London, and I was like, "Oh, oh, he did the prison. Did he get the? Inf- yep, he got the information. Okay, yeah, yeah." So uh, Raga's just kind of monologuing for a while about how he did things for sure, ran money and weapons. Probably through those tunnels we saw. Remember those tunnels? Oh yeah. And Owen has everyone in his pockets. Uh, he knew Letty was in Broga's gang pretty quickly. So we get to see uh, Phoenix again. Remember Phoenix? Buchanan from Paddington 2. Yeah, Phoenix Buchanan, Hugh Grant. <laughs> they couldn't get Tom Holland, but they got Hugh Grant. <laughs> so he, instead of aiming at Letty when she's uh, on the ground of the crash, as we assumed, boom, he shoots the car and it explodes and she goes flying into a ravine. Yep. Yeah. And then she gets into hospital. And so I mean, Shaw's coming to the hospital to finish the job. He's, you know, whistling as he does it. Well, he's got amnesia, so instead of that, he recruits her, and that's the thing. The only yeah. way you get close to Owen Shaw is if he wants you to. Yeah. Remember that. It's a, it's a good, smart little screenwriting trick as well to go. Do you remember one of the villains from the old from one of the other movies who you thought was quite scary? Well, this guy is like, you know, he's literally going to tell you I have how good thought the of new all your is. pain. <laughs> it's the saw trick while this was going on he was in the other room what yeah pretty much oh and yeah. then we have to go to cctv hq in london by the way oh yeah for the third for the third straw man just just so that uh they, so that hobbs can go hey uh why are all the cameras down in waterloo at that convenient time hey just gives a handshake to this chubby guy until the hand starts to hurt but well, the guy, the, the guy who, when the rock walks into the room, he goes, "Ah, you're in London, <laughs> Mister Captain America. You can't get what you want in London." So we've had Thor, Hulk, and Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? And then, but it's again just just this ridiculous, like as if anyone would ever act like that with the rock coming into a room. But it means that the rock gets that moment where he gets to put him in the vice-like grip and be like. You know you're big, but I'm bigger. Yeah, rampage. <laughs> that's where they got the idea. That's where they yeah. got the tagline. <laughs> no, Tesh finally gets the. That's where they to... got the logline for the entire movie. <laughs> so Tesh gets the cameras of London set up so he can see everything. Isn't that fun? That's gonna be oh, a yeah. yes. Yeah. And we see that uh, he's been making his own custom grappling hook, which Roman shoots almost at Dom. Yes. Again. <laughs> Oh Funny. boy, he is dangerous. Funny. <laughs> and Han just goes, "Hey, there's a street race, guys. There's a street race happening in London. Maybe Letty's going to be there." Dot dot dot. Maybe. And then, hey, here's a, here's a street race. Here's some uh, dancing women in very short skirts, which makes you question the weather of London at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've gone through uh, an endless winter for the last, I'd say, twelve months. Yep. I don't remember London being this warm enough to wear anything like this. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but this uh, was 2006. Maybe it was different. Yeah. And uh, in 2006, was um, was Rita Ora a thing? Because she is here. Because she that? um she's a singer. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't know. <laughs> Rita Ora is the girl that um that starts the race off. Oh, the Welcome to London. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to race. Rita Ora is the person who I never realise is Rita Ora until after I've seen the movie and someone mentions. The same thing happened with Detective Pikachu. I did not know that was her. (laughs) See, yeah, I looked it up on on IMDb. She played Mewtwo, right? (laughs) She does does share the screen with it. Um, I looked it up to check because I was like, it looks like someone, but I can't remember the name. And I couldn't find any, like, singer name on, 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 on the cast list. And then I think I spotted it on Wikipedia. I was like, oh, I was right. <laughs> this is also the one gratuitous scene that Justin Lin does per movie of going, okay, I know it's a Fast and Furious movie. Here are some cars with lights flashing and bottoms jiggling. Are you happy? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Yeah. There was an trailer. I remember finding it really egregious in the fourth in Fast and Furious. And um, and that that film I think hasn't found the balance yet and has a bit too much of that nonsense. Whereas, yeah, um, yeah this it is like, yeah, there you go. And luck on it's Rita Ora as well. Should we have a cool race? Here's a cool race. But yeah, you know, Fast Five transcended that by doing the hey, we're going to set up to a cool race and then cut straight to the aftermath of them coming back with the car <laughs> they've already won. Yeah. Yes. Which is fun. But this is this is a very important race because this is Don versus Letty through the streets of London. And it's not a race, is it? it's, it's a sex scene. This is the movie's sex scene. They're, they are they are making love through the medium of race. <laughs> Ride or die, remember? <laughs> and, she, exactly. and, and, and improbably, she kind of does. Yes. 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 She doesn't. She kind of does. <laughs> but she, she, and again, she does the thing which she always does, which is she hits the nozzle a little too early. Yeah. Letty. Yeah, you've 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 got Finish to just hold it in a little bit longer <laughs> until you can both hit the nozzle at the same time. That's that's pure racing. Yeah, but uh, show me how you drive. I'll show you who you are. <laughs> God, about that line. <laughs> oh. So drive around London. Um, geographically accurate, of course, like everything in this film. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we, we see Piccadilly Circus. We, we, we have a nice shot of the uh, statue of Eros. Yep. I mean, we don't see any cats dancing on it, so I'm guessing that's no. a thumbs down for you. Yeah. Go down the A market. <laughs> we love going down the A market. <laughs> <laughs> and then we end up in Battersea. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's, they drive. They drive the cars. Yep. They drive the cars. They drive the cars, they get out the cars, they have a conversation about cars. It really does make you think, doesn't it? When you when you watch a, a big movie like this set in London, you see how ridiculous it is. You must think New Yorkers must just be furious all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> but there must every other major city in the world this must happen to and we just never notice it. Yeah. I uh, I listen to a podcast, We Hate Movies, and uh, almost any time there's a New York based uh, film, they will complain about, you know, the subway they get off on mm. or which road they've taken down, and it's just the most infuriating thing to infuriating thing to listen to. So there's um Stephen King writes in his foreword for the dark. I think it's maybe the second Dark Tower book about how he's like, look, I know I've taken some liberties in this book with the geography of New York, but some stuff just works better if I fudge it a little bit. So please forgive me. I like, please, like, even years before Twitter even existed, don't send tweets. Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, Dom shows Letty the roadmap of her scars and how the memories of that were for him. He was there for everyone she's got. Oof, all this full play. Like it or not, you're still the same girl. Yeah. Still family. She gives he gives her the necklace. She drives off and boom. As soon as she drives off, Owen Shaw pulls up. Yeah. Round two. <laughs> He's always the road map for his scars. <laughs> <laughs> so Owen mentions, hey, you started out stealing DVD players in LA. End up yeah. stealing a hundred million dollars in Rio. You just sum me up the franchise. Yeah. You just brought me here to remind everyone the franchise. Yeah. It's great. It's great. I'm glad, I'm glad we got a bit grounded. Yes. And also, he actually mentions his own brother. Yes. Could you imagine one of the main characters mentioning their own brother in this film franchise? Crazy. He said his brother said every man needs to have his code. And Dom is loyal to a fault to his family. This is yeah. uh, both Shaw's brother and Chekhov's brother. <laughs> <laughs> This would have been the perfect time for Dom to go, oh, speaking of brothers. <laughs> yeah, my brother used to say, you can't see me, I'm invisible. <laughs> I did the hand thing over my face. It doesn't work on an audio medium. Yeah. But I was pretty to see. We all and for a moment, it felt good. Yeah. <laughs> they have a sniper's trade on each other. That's a fun yeah. moment. Both have a, they both have someone in their corner. Yeah. One of them being Hobbs. Because he's oh, yeah. family now for a period of time. Yeah, goddamn right, yes. Do you, do you treat The Rock as family <laughs> when you're watching these movies? We do I for think... a period of time he hangs out with them. <laughs> it's very important in Fast Five, he was family for a period of time after the uh, massacre and before the safe backing. Mm. He's got a te- he's got a uh, twenty minute window in that film, which is family, and most of this film he's family. Yeah, and of course in Furious Seven he's family entirely. Oh yeah. Hobson Shaw. In Hobson Shaw he's uh, presented. <laughs> he's adopted. <laughs> sure. Even gets to go to the barbecue this time. Strip. Doesn't stay there. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Letty's looking over the picture again, now with the necklace. Yeah. Sure asks if uh, Letty is given the order to kill Dom. Will she do it? Oh, she doesn't say yes. Yeah, she doesn't say no. Oh. Yeah. Sure takes the necklace. Yeah. That's the important thing. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> uh, then blah 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 blah. We find out. Uh, Riley thinks she knows where Shaw might be. Uh, they've mm-hmm. lost Shaw again. They go to a warehouse. It's empty except for drops of paint. What kind of paint? Camouflage paint. Yeah, military special. There's a native base in Spain, dot, 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 I guess. How do they find the paint if it's camouflage paint? Hmm. Anyway, we know we've got to go to Spain. Yes. That's important because everyone's packing up and just as Brian comes back. Yeah. Uh, right, Brian's back. Brian's back. And Dom was going to wait for him anyway. So yep. they all leave. And Brian says, it's all my fault. It's all my fault for Letty. Letty's my fault. And, and Dom says, I don't care. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. We've, we've got to go to NATO. <laughs> Your whole scene was pointless. Let's move on. 
<laughs> no one cares about this. Let's just move on to an action sequence, he says. Fargo who? No, that was last time. Fargo that was two now. times ago. <laughs> yeah. Pray us last time. God, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Riley finds a mole in NATO. Isn't that convenient? She, he was yeah. helping Shaw do things. Wait a second. It was a diversion. What? Because Brian thinks something's up. They wouldn't let the Shaw get that close. I can't believe how convoluted this plot is. Insanely unnecessary. Because there's a convoy. There's a convoy. There's a big armoured truck on a huge highway in Spain. He's saying we've got a great big convoy. It's roughly through the town. <clears throat> yeah, okay, fine. Anyway, um, so, yeah. so Shaw's crew hijacked this convoy. Yeah. And the family throw some grappling hooks around. We finally get to use the grappling hooks for the first proper yep. time. Oh, yeah. And they, they crash the truck. But what happens? Uh goddamn tank happens. uh they got a tank yeah i think this is the the least successful action sequence in this movie this should be the best thing this, this is going to be the final action sequence it's the only it's the only one that feels like i've seen a version of it better like in movies before and after this i think <laughs> <laughs> and it's not it's not often I say that about Justin Lin action sequences. It just doesn't feel like it's got enough personality on its own. It feels like it's the the tank is resting on the laurels waiting for the tank to arrive. Yeah. Well, um according to the uh Fast and Furious 6 trivia page on IMDb, this was going to be the end of the film this this whole sequence mm. and then the next film was going to have the plane part. It was going to lead oh, up it's to gonna the plane. be a uh, desolation of Smaug. Battle of Five yes. Armies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the original plan, pal. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Frank goodness. Could you imagine another Luke Evans not quite ending and then starting up again franchise? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank God. So the tank starts crashing into civilians. Letty's yeah. not really happy about that part. People are getting squashed, like proper killed. Not really, because one guy jumps out of his car and rolls away just before it crashes, so we know that's how everyone's doing it. Oh, all right, okay. Okay, so, okay right. <laughs> My bad. It's, it's a safe crashing through the buildings. It's uh, the bus getting flipped over at the start of Fast Five. There's no casualties. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Roman's getting his, uh, his car crushed underneath the tank. Yeah. After grappling it onto it. And he jumps from that car just as it's about to crash onto Brian's car. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of car jumping. There's a lot of car jumping because then uh, Roman's car being grappled, being dragged underneath the tank, starts, yeah. falls off the side of the highway onto the, you know, just dangling down until it hits so the car. So they just have a little mini game of trying to, <laughs> trying to hit the car over <laughs> the bridge. It's, it's quite fun, to be honest. And Letty's been sent out to get rid of the grappling hook as the uh, as Roman's car hits one of the columns on the bridge underneath, and then the the tank goes up. Yeah, Letty flies, <laughs> and Don jumps in midair to grab her. So stupid! They're jumping in opposite directions. They should stop each other and just fall to the middle. Yeah, yeah, they should fall through the divider. But he's he's so. <laughs> big and strong that he pushes her forward pushes her onto her windshield am i right in remembering that this was the big trailer moment yes i i, I seem to recall yeah it feel, I, I i knew that coming in but it's still yeah. it's it's a great moment it's so okay this is happening moment so ridiculous but at least you know he knew that there was a car 
to land on, right? We'll get to that. What we know now <laughs> is, uh, hey, Owen Shaw is caught. Yeah. They caught him. The tank had a computer chip. That's what he wanted. And credits. And wait, what? <laughs> Letty is with Dom, unsure. Wonders if Dom even knew they would fall safely. He went on faith. Oh. The family welcomed Letty back. She's okay to be back now, even though she doesn't remember anyone. She knows. Yep. Brian tries to apologise, putting her in danger. Letty says that, uh, look, she, for what she remembers about herself, based on how everyone's talking about, she would never have let anyone else do anything. <laughs> she has agency. She has agency. She's her own character. Yeah. I think that's very important. I like it. I can't believe we're not even at the final act yet. <laughs> we are at the final act. because Well, uh, yeah, just about. Look, okay, right. Han and Giselle, they're sitting there. They've done their mission. They're contemplating the next step. Maybe they're going to settle down, maybe Tokyo. Tokyo. Hmm. That was nice. And then... Uh, oh, six, they are at the forefront of uh, technology. <laughs> and then Hobbs comes in and goes, hey, you've got to hear this. Sean's got something funny to say. <laughs> and then we reveal that uh, Elena, Jack Man and Mia have been, uh, have been chased by some gunmen and uh, Elena and Jack got away but Mia's been captured oh. Hobbs tells the family that if Shaw walks out the building so do the words pardon and freedom oh. they haven't been part of our lives since I was a child <laughs> <laughs> the Shaw and his crew are set free right? Yeah. and then Shaw turns around and says babe are you coming? To Letty, right? Babe. No. Babe. Wait, what? No, because um, because Gina Carano is there, and she's someone's talk, someone's spoken to her, so she's activated. So she says her line. Right. I can't tell you. I can't tell you how differently all of this plays on a rewatch compared to <laughs> the first watch in the cinema. So on the first watch in the cinema, I was like, "Oh, okay, they're doing that, and they're doing that, and, and what? Ah, oh, twist." Whereas this time, I'm like. Runway, runway, get to the runway. Why are we not on the runway? <laughs> runway. Can we, get, the can we get, get on the runway? <laughs> so she was the mole all along. Oh. They all escape. Tej immediately jams the signal, so Shaw's like, uh, I'll, I'm trying to call to get Mia killed. She's no use to us anymore. But she, he can't make the call, so... Uh, uh-oh. The family are chasing Shaw's cars on a runway. And a plane lands. Is it a plane? It's like a, it's a, it's a, like a, it's a massive, like, car transporting plane. It's a freight plane. Um, not to Roman. To Roman, that ain't a plane. That's a planet. (laughs) (laughs) Why does it say Universal coming around here? (laughs) It's the new planet. (laughs) So the ramp comes down, they all drive on the plane. Dom, Brian, Letty get on there with them. And there's Mia. She's on the plane. That's convenient. Yeah. Very convenient. Does everyone agree that this whole sequence is a masterpiece? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'd like, this is just, like, action sequence crack to me. So, like, (laughs) I think Justin Lin is one of the best action filmmakers working in Hollywood. And, like, this is the scene I would point to, because as much as I love fast five and i love so i mean i, I love the train sequence in fast that, that the Absolutely. the train the train sequence in fast five when i was like oh hello right okay I, I i'm paying attention now what's going on um after kind of having been a little bit you know i i've been maybe like most people my interest in this franchise had been waning yeah. um 
but this sequence, I just think that like you can't, you, you really can't underestimate the importance of geography and understanding geography in an action sequence. And like, yes, it might it might feel like a bit of a cheat to go. It's a runway, and it's and it's however many miles long that it, it, it unreasonably needs to be but like you've got the plane in the middle you know where the people are on the plane you're able to have hand-to-hand combat on the plane whilst knowing exactly where Han and Giselle are in their car exactly where um, Roman and Tej are and you just like when it, as you're hopping between these different moments on this endless runway you always know exactly where everyone is in relation to each other and you know the stakes. And yeah. you know the stakes, yeah. Because the, like... yeah, there's death, there's general world domination problems at the same time, and there's family. And there's um, family, there's family. 18 miles, just so you know, according to the IMDb trivia. This is all I have to contribute. It's the IMDb well, I trivia. Mean, that, that, that's enough time to get our planet to take off again. Yeah. <laughs> but it's being weighed down. Yeah. Because, you know, they had more people jump on the plane than they expected. They had half a family. Yeah. Yeah, heavy family. So we get Letty versus Riley, round two. Yeah. Great. Loved it. <laughs> we get Tom and Brian facing, being chased, well, chasing Shaw, who's chasing Mia. Yeah. Hobbs jumps onto the landing thing and climbs into the plane. <laughs> there's a, there's a, a team muscle. The big guy. Yeah. He's there. I interviewed him on the red carpet. Lovely. Cool. Absolutely delightful fella. Kim <laughs> Cold, his name is. Kim what? Kim Cold. Kim Cold. That sounds like a superhero name or a wrestler name. Justin Lynn brought him back to Star Trek Beyond. Wow. Good. Cool. <laughs> Who did he play in that? I don't know. Maybe. You don't know. I reckon he was one of Idris's... Navanko, yeah, probably. Yeah, pretty sure he was calm. Um, I I love on the plane how they kind of like pass off the fights between each other and kind yeah. of like it. It does have this very within the plane have this very small scale version of the Battle of New York to it, where yeah. you like like I said, you know you know the geography and you know who's fighting who at any one time, and yet like suddenly someone will see that like oh another member of the family is getting bested in their version of the fight i'm gonna jump over there for a second and I'm then, gonna and then it's this like guy a, through a wall. I, i'm gonna headbutt this guy through a wall i'm gonna do a flying headbutt off of these crates into this yeah. unit of a guy ah oh, there's, there's so much like it's it's i'll, the, I'll pull this guy's leg so that uh the rock can hit him with his fist <laughs> Ah, oh, that yeah, that that moment's great. But and, really? again, it's the it's the it's the mirror of the tone of the franchise of, and 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 like and Lynn really hit up on this with the Rock Vin fight in Fast Five, and I think this is what he's channeling here, which mm-hmm. is yeah, the tone of this franchise is earnest, earnest, but really knows how to have fun, and it's the same with the action, and this is why I think this action's so so good because like the amidst all of the stakes. There are like there are laughs in the action. There are like laugh beats. There are comedy beats to the action. Like you're not doing a flying headbutt because you think that is purely cool. Vin Diesel <laughs> flying headbutting someone is inherently funny, and <laughs> and I think Justin I think Justin knows that. 
<laughs> and you get kiss off lines. You get um, Letty giving it wrong side, bitch. Like <laughs> <laughs> they all get their moments. They all get their wins, and 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 then you've and like I said, you've still got all the stuff going on outside of the plane as well. I was yeah, going to say there's to... there's one person who doesn't get the win. Okay, so Joe Taslim gets uh, drives underneath the wing, the uh, engine of a car, and gets blown away. Yeah, yeah. that's one He's thing. Got... Mia and Brian on one wing, trying to hold it down with a grappling hook. Roman and Tesh on another wing. Yeah, and uh, Giselle and Han are on another part of the plane, trying to hanker it down, but they're flying. They're being lifted up way too high. And Giselle before before Mia and Brian have come to help with the wing. They've had to go back and take out the blonde woman first. Oh gosh! Because, like I said, Brian has been waiting all movie to get one of those ramp cars again, and this time he does a cool handbrake turn so that she goes. The ramp goes through the back of the car, so the car lands flat, but she doesn't see the uh, she doesn't see the barrier that's just yeah. there in the runway. But it's always been there on the runway, and it's fine. And um, sh- she's gone as well. She's gone. Oh, I think. <laughs> But uh, Giselle's hanging on. Yeah. Hans going, I got you, I got you. And then some guy pops up behind him. And she says, psych! She lets go and takes out her gun and starts shooting. It's a pretty cool moment, but it's like... It's completely fruitless. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst way to go. You couldn't even kill the guy? Yeah. yeah the, guy should have been, the guy should have died, right? Yeah, look, she's former Mossad. She should know this stuff. Yeah. It's a... It's a, it's a good moment in, in the moment for Han and Giselle. Yeah. That that just pure selflessness of the the potential for for you about to die means I'm willing to give my life just to just to stop that happening. Yeah. But it also does feel like a real moment of franchise convenience that they know they're going to be doing the Tokyo Drift bit. They know Han needs to be moody and sad in Tokyo at that point and they know that probably they don't have <laughs> they don't have Gal Gadot back for the next movie so it just it, it has to happen. I kind of yeah. wish that they'd given Giselle and Han more to do in this movie. That's yeah. that's I, I think my biggest complaint because it does it's not a fridging because it's it's almost like a reverse engineered fridging. That mm, uh, sure. Yeah. Han, Han was already moody and Giselle has been introduced by this point. And yeah, but it just, there's something about the, something about the, the moment works, but the, you wish they didn't have to do it, I think. But like yeah. I said, I'm, I'm convinced that they were, because all you see is her drop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all you true. see is a drop. You don't see a die. No. There is, uh, I would say, a 99% chance that Giselle at least cameos in this franchise again before it's all said. Oh, yeah. Fingers crossed. She's maybe, even, maybe even in Fast 9. Yeah, if we you bring we, in we don't back. know. Only China knows, and they've made it for <laughs> six billion now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Han turns around and beats the shit out of this guy and throws him in the engine. <laughs> he just throws the guy in the engine and blows the engine up with him. Yeah, that's great. That's <laughs> Which really is like, great. That's, that's, that's cathartic. <laughs> And then that starts the that starts the the trouble with the plane that means it's not going to be able to take off. Yeah. And so so it it goes from we need to stop the plane taking off to shit we need to get off of the plane. Um, except you know good old good old Dom is he's not forgotten about the original mission and he's got the, this the thing. 
It's that thing, isn't there? It's the computer chip in the in the briefcase, the small, tiny briefcase, the comically small briefcase. Glad someone hasn't forgotten about it. Because Shaw's like, I'll get in this car. And Dom's like, oh, I like cars, I'll get in here too. <laughs> oh, we're in the same car together? Oops. And they have a fight. Because they know that Luke Evans can't really fight with Vin Diesel because it would look too weird. I mean, it's not that Luke Evans isn't buff. It's just yeah. that when you see Vin Diesel and you see Owen Shaw, they're just two different kinds of weird. Yeah. Like two different kinds of action person. So they know a small fight here and then, hey, let's just uh, crash a car into a barrier in a plane. <laughs> and there he goes. And then, you know, the plane crashes. Dom drives through the plane, I guess, yep. a little bit <laughs> in the middle of the crash, but then still doesn't get out of it enough. And the family just stop and stare. The yeah. moment where he the moment where he drives through the front of the plane is just absurd brilliance. <laughs> And then he just gets out of that car, obviously, and just walks through the flames. Yep. And and, and all happening conveniently right at the end of the runway. Yeah, no, it, they were seconds away from the end of the runway. Whoa. <laughs> After all those miles. My God. The family are back together, except oh, Mia goes, where's Giselle? Where is Giselle? So Brian, Brian gives Han a nice hug. Yeah. And then, name your price, Dom. For that thing, Majig, that no one cares about. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you have the number? Thirteen twenty-seven. Thirteen twenty-seven. That's that's a small amount of dollar. Uh, Casa Toretto. We're back in Los Angeles. Yay! We're finally oh, we home. Have, we're having Corona's. a bonus. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, they talk about the garage. That's where uh, Jack's going to build a car with his daddy. Yep. Like Vin did. Like Dom. Dom and his daddy built a car. Yep. Is it going to be a muscle? Is it going to be an import? Who knows. Roman and Tej on the grill. Yep. Hobbs and Elena come by. You're free. <laughs> I like the, hang out with each other. I like I like the letter Elena moment, which it again it feels like just something that the movie has to do because if you've got Michelle Rodriguez back, you have to do this. But yeah. I like that. I like the just the, the understanding between those characters to go. Yeah, we we both get it. I I've got four pieces of trivia left, right, and three are to do with the barbecue. Okay? okay, so when Hobbs arrives at the barbecue, Roman remarks that they better hide the baby oil. Mm. To which Hobbs, Hobbs replies, "You better hide that big ass foreheads." Hobbs's line was improvised by Dwayne Johnson, so Ludacris spitting out his drink and Tyrese Gibson being at a loss for words are both spontaneous, genuine reactions. <laughs> okay? I I also love that that Tyrese's reaction to that is to pat the top of his head. <laughs> Um, my next one is that during the scene where Hobbs and Roman exchange jabs at the barbecue and Ted spits out his drink in laughter, you can see a bottle of Conjure Cognac on the table, um, presumably the same as what is in this glass. Conjure Cognac is an alcoholic beverage that Chris Ludacris Bridges, the actor who plays Ted Parker, actually co-owns. Yeah, it'd be like if uh, one of those uh, Wayne tequilas pops yeah. up. Or a dynamic crystal skull. And my last bit of trivia for this scene, and I swear to God, this is uh, I'm I'm reading these verbatim. Of course. At the end, when Roman Tyrese Gibson sees Hobbs walking up the driveway, he says to Mia, "You better hide your baby oil." Hobbs's quick response brackets, "You better hide that big ass forehead." Wasn't scripted and improvised by Dwayne Johnson. That resulted in Ludacris spitting out his drink and laughing. Was a genuine reaction. 
I'm glad they, they put that twice. So don't we? It's, it's, a, it's a ration one thing. Everyone's got their own remembrance. Of oh, their yeah. yeah. Did, did, the, did the spit come out first or did the uh, accounts being improvised come out first? Who knows? Well, here's the thing. It says it wasn't, it wasn't scripted and improvised. So it wasn't scripted and it wasn't improvised. It just wasn't. It just existed. It like it's an it's, eternal it's thing. The trivia. <laughs> it was always there. It's kind of like you know, the stars. I just love that there's three pieces of trivia for that one. <laughs> those two lines. And somehow, even after hearing all of that confusing information, <laughs> it's not. It's not the most baffling thing that happens in this scene. You want to talk about the uh, squaring up to one another part? I still oh. can't. I still can't. I'd like even even knowing the 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 rock Vin Diesel stuff, like and that maybe they didn't film it together. Maybe I don't know. But okay. like, if then, it, it, so let's talk about the shot real quick. That's uh, the two of them. They're kind of meant to be eye to eye, face to face. Yeah, it's, and it's it starts off with a shot of them eye to eye, face to face. Except it doesn't look like they're looking each other in the eye. It looks something is off. And then you cut to a shot where. Vin is massive and the rock is tiny. <laughs> and then you cut to a reverse shot where the opposite is true when one of them takes, takes a step forward and, and it makes them look even smaller. <laughs> and you're like, well, this has to, that has to be intentional because it's so absurd. <laughs> and then do you notice the shot as, as you know, after Dom Hobbs goes until next time? There's a shot of uh, them far, from another perspective. Yeah, and they are not, yeah, they're, yeah. Not, they're not standing next to each other. They are standing side by side. That it's just two alpha males not willing to look each other in the eyes. It's so almost like they're whispering in each other's ears, but from far away. It's 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 so weird, and <laughs> I, I I can't I can't I will never be able to understand the choices that were made there. <laughs> but I don't hate it because it is like it does. It is just this weird wrinkle to end this movie on. <laughs> but speaking of ending this movie. Yeah, Roman oh. grabs a bite to eat a little too early, which means he has to say grace. Yeah, those are the rules. Household. So he gives thanks to everything, and most importantly, as we look over Los Angeles, the family together fully. Yeah, except for but no look after Giselle. Yeah, no, no mention of Giselle when yeah, praying to God. Yeah, I, I again that felt like a mistake <laughs> to me. Yeah. Well, they, they, they didn't talk about Nico, us. looking after Nico from last film, did they? Yeah. And Dom has eyes on Nico now, so Dom doesn't have eyes on Giselle. I guess no one cares about Giselle. Yeah. But thank you for Fast Cars. Yes. <laughs> Don't forget about Fast Cars. Thank you for Fast Cars. <laughs> and that's the end of the film. That's the end of the film. It comes up with where, you know, professional drivers don't do any of these stunts, blah, blah, blah. And that's the end of the film, right? Wow. What? What? But then we flash back to uh, to flash Tokyo back. or flash forward to Tokyo Ooh. Drift. Tokyo, that's uh, that's a couple of months in advance, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. And uh, and we see uh, Hans' horrific crash, um, stuck in the car, fire all around him, and someone gets out of the car that crashes into Hans. And who is it? Well, oh, Tom Hollander. Well, this is my last piece of trivia because if it was going to be the other guy that uh, were that was considered to play Owenshaw, it would have been David Tennant stepping out of the car. Oh, God, that would have been shite. <laughs> it would have been not a J- reveal. Jason Statham and David Tennant were at different points considered 
to play Owen Shaw. Apparently, those are the only two. Apparently, that's what I lost my shit at this moment. Yeah, same. This was a huge <laughs> moment in the screening. Everyone just kind of exploded. Yeah, Dominic Toretto. You don't no, know that. It's, I mean, it's, it, it's not, it's like I say, it's not just the stay from of it. The stay from it is great. It's the franchise finally coming back full circle and, and finally making it back into the present, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then, and, and then, yeah, the fact that they got there and actually did make the next thing seem really exciting. Um, yeah. yeah, I love that. Um, I, I don't think, I, I don't think stay from in fast. I, 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 my favourites are five and six. I know a lot of people have a time for seven. I don't think the promise of Statham is as... I don't think Statham is as good as the promise of Statham in this franchise. Um, but, you know, this moment still feels just perfect to me. Yeah. Gear of Seven is quite overloaded, but, uh, you know, there are reasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, for Furious Six, just co- going off and being like, "Boom!" Then, that, and that's how we do the franchise now. Do you get it? <laughs> this is a bold statement to leave to another director. Yeah, so, I'm so glad he's coming back. I'm um, sad. I'm, I'm sad in a way that Justin Lin's career hasn't been, you know, filled with so much exciting stuff that he that he hasn't needed to come back, but. Mm. But also, the idea of more Justin Lin, Fast and Furious is so exciting to me. I agree. I mean, yeah. it's just... Look, I'll, I'll stand to death that I think his Star Trek is their best Star Trek. I think it's... I think it just feels slight and it doesn't feel like it's... It, it, it almost doesn't feel like it's got the budget that a big movie like that needs it just feels smaller and, that, and i don't think that's a bad thing because that's what the star trek franchise has been at various times but yeah but yeah i it's it's certainly well yeah no i like it i think it's a good movie um it but his career between fast six in 2013 and then fast nine in 2021 is basically that's the only film he directed but he was attached to just about everything sure yeah. um and yeah, I, I, I'm glad he dodged Space Jam. Um, I think it, of the two movies he could have been directing this year, I'm much happier it's a fast movie. You don't think he'd handle the server first, Will? I don't think anyone could handle the server mm-hmm. first. Well, I think Algae Rhythm can. Pretending <laughs> that movie doesn't exist. I was quite excited hey, uh... about the idea of a LeBron Space Jam and. After, after we after we finish with uh, Fast Fridays, we'll be doing our build up with uh, Space Jam Sundays. <laughs> We're going to watch every Space Jam film in the franchise before the next one comes out. So uh, that will be one week, <laughs> and we will have the bare naked ladies with us for that purpose. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Joe, in the back of Furious Six, how do you feel about the whole film, the whole franchise, and where we're leading down the road? Listen, like I said, I think this is this is my favourite. Um, I almost feel like the, the 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 franchise builds up and peaks at five and six, and has been uh, and has been kind of trickling back down again. But I'm I'm I, I am so excited for Fast Nine. I, that that trailer, coupled with Justin Lin directing, um, 
yeah and like i said i just don't it's tricky i don't think you'll you will like you can't ever have the perfect team again like you have in fast and furious 6 this is for me this is peak family it feels like fast 9 is going to be the one that brings cinema back like you know everyone was talking yes. about tenet last year I mean, and it didn't really do the anything. movies yeah <laughs> the movies um i saw a tweet the other day saying like uh the estimates for like it's gonna take like 50 million in opening weekend which is good for post covid um and if yeah it feels like this is the one that's that's gonna bounce the the business back yeah and because it plays internationally as a franchise as well that seems crucial yeah and uh, uh, and you know, because it's one of these big blockbusters that's not simultaneously debuting on a streaming service, mm. it feels oh, it's the, it feels like it's the first big one that's not doing. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, sorry. Why is it not going straight to Peacock? <laughs> Johnny, your thoughts as we wrap up? I mean, yeah, I I was pleasantly surprised because I remembered all I remembered about this one was the um, the super long uh, runway. Oh and um yeah i'd forgotten about certain things and moments and you know giselle um yeah it was it was just it was it was more entertaining that than i expected going into this um i see when we started this whole thing i think um fast five and uh, furious seven is that what we were calling it yep. uh were the main ones uh, with Fury 7, I think, I recall being my favourite. So I'm kind of intrigued to see how Fury 7 works next week. Um, but, yeah, I've just been completely kind of fascinated by this whole franchise, revisiting it again with you. Fascinated and furious-nated? Yes. <laughs> exactly. And I can't believe we've only got a few more films and then it's over. yeah and uh because they've decided to push the release date a couple of weeks ahead um in two weeks time we'll be able to go and watch it i believe yeah it's crazy that's uh that's awkward timing but uh we'll just we'll just sneak out just before we go joe uh anything to plug while you're here uh yep yeah, um i present a podcast called cinematic universe we uh look at uh comic book movie and superhero movie adaptations and we we uh look at the comics behind them as well so uh you can find that on twitter at cine underscore verse that's where we pod excellent jo- john 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 yeah I'm, I'm calling you by your adult name for one moment Do okay anything proper to uh, promote uh not really you can find me on twitter at movie underscore mad uh letterboxd at movie mad instagram at movie underscore mad that's about it i'll be you'll, you can find me here every friday at uh Backstage at the Bluebird on Fridays um, and on Fast Fridays and Wednesdays, uh, Movie Mad. Are you Movie Mad podcast? Oh, yeah. What, 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 what film are we doing this coming week? Uh, I can't remember. Yes, you can. I think you'll find it is oh. the film that we're all looking forward to doing this coming yes. week. This is our first <laughs> film sat together uh, in over a year. Oh. Yeah, year and, year and what, uh, 15 months? about that yeah yeah i'm i'm very excited i can't wait to sit next to you again um i just yeah we're gonna yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna watch the, yeah yeah so wednesday we're watching in the heights yep 
We're going to have some piragua and and sing along to In the Heights and scream Benny whenever he turns up on screen. Benny! <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Ethan Runt. Uh, yep. Letterboxd, I guess. Letterboxd.com slash Ethan Runt. That's not important, but uh, there's that. And nothing else going on. But hey, next week, you join the family for Furious 7. Vroom, vroom, everybody. Vroom, vroom. Have a good week. Vroom, vroom.